0: In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here is your top story. A group of Berrien County police officers have issued a statement on the death of Tyree Nichols. They say they're horrified and disgusted by what's been revealed about the death of Nichols with the release of police footage in Memphis, Tennessee. They say that what they've witnessed in the videos by acts of former members of the Memphis Police Department, quote, leaves each of us disgusted at the actions of those former police officers. This incident is in complete opposition to everything we stand for in law enforcement, unquote group says it supports the actions of the Memphis police chief with firing the officers seen beating Nichols. They conclude by saying, quote, We have all sworn to protect and serve the residents of our communities with professionalism and compassion. We will continue to do so. We are committed to and trained to protect human life and to treat everyone with dignity and respect, unquote. statement is signed by law enforcement across the county, including County Sheriff Paul Bailey, Undersheriff Chuck Height, The chiefs of police in St. Joseph, Benton Harbor, Lincoln Township, St. Joseph Township, Benton Township, and more. Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Muhammad was at the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Friday attending a summit on replacing lead pipes around the country. The summit was led by Vice President Kamala Harris, who spoke about some of the factors contributing to the health crisis surrounding lead pipes. It does not take much investigation or knowledge To know that, for example, the communities where lead pipes still exist are exactly those communities that are socioeconomically low income and are invariably communities of color, poor communities. Joined by mayors and community leaders from across the country, Harris said the Biden administration has a plan to replace every lead pipe in the nation within the next 10 years. Mayor Mohamed says Benton Harbor should be a model of how that is done in real time as more than 99% of the lead pipes there have been replaced. The Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber is applauding a Michigan Court of Appeals ruling that prevents a change in labor laws from going into effect. Chamber President Arthur Havlicek tells us had the court not overturned the lower court's ruling, sick leave rules would have changed to require paid sick time for smaller businesses and contracted workers. Another change would have required tip workers to be paid the standard minimum wage. Avlicek says servers could have made less money under that. We'll know that, okay, your wage has gone up, which will drive a lot of consumers, especially now when costs are already high, to not tip as much. And it might actually result in these servers making less money than they would have had the tip credit remain in place. He says if the tip worker wage had changed, restaurants would have seen a 156% increase in costs per employee. The chamber filed a brief with the court asking its rule as it did. Havlicek says they're expecting the matter will be appealed to the Michigan Supreme Court. St. Joseph certified public accountant Bob Gerbel has died at the age of 87. He died yesterday morning. His family calls his death a shock. He was especially active for many years in the St. Joseph Improvement Association. It's a group of business leaders who privately raised funds for community improvements like parks and parking lots that were not funded from official city or taxpayer sources. He also was instrumental in the growth and development of the St. Joseph Public Schools Foundation that has funded numerous educational projects in the schools. Gerbel founded the accounting firm Gerbel & Company in the 1970s, merged with Grand Rapids-Hungerford-Nichols five years ago. He and his wife Carol were married for 63 years. She preceded him in death last August. They leave behind three children, seven grandkids, and one great-grandchild. Funeral arrangements are pending. Supporters say this will mean extra money in the pockets of Michigan taxpayers as the state Senate has approved an expansion of the state's earned income tax credit on a vote of 27 to 11. West Michigan Republican Senator Thomas Albert voted no. This plan will not help average, hardworking Michigan families. I agree lower wage earners deserve and need tax relief too. The alternative I would favor would help them and the remaining of the roughly 5 million income tax filers in Michigan each year. The Senate also approved a plan to eliminate the retirement tax on Michigan retirees who receive a pension. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.